0: Yahoo, Yahoo News, and Salon are reporting. Brad Reed, the reporter, or the writer, on October fifth, twenty twenty, at nine thirty-nine a.m wrote Donald Trump Jr., quote, wants to stage an intervention because he thinks his dad's, quote, acting crazy. Donald Trump Jr. speaks... Oh, that's a picture of him at the GOP convention in August in D.C. President Donald Trump's hospital joyride in his manic Monday morning tweets aren't just being panned by political pundits, they're also reportedly freaking out some in the president's own family. According to Vanity Fair's Gabriel Sherman, the president's eldest son has been alarmed by his behavior over the past couple of days in which he's been desperate to project strength while being hospitalized at Walter Reed Memorial Hospital. Quote, Don Jr. has said he wants to stage an intervention but Jared and Ivanka keep telling Trump how great he's doing. One source tells Sherman, Don said, I'm not going to be the only one to tell him he's acting crazy. However, even Jared and Ivanka Reportedly agreed with Don Jr. that the president's Monday morning all caps tweet storms which included messages such as space, quote, space force, vote, close quote. Went way over the edge. They're all worried, said one source. They've tried to get him to stop tweeting. More at Yahoo News, more stories to cover Trump's uh, behavior, and more on Trump or Pence, and other many other articles. Course they keep showing the doctors at Walter Reed Hospital, they keep showing that over and over again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some of these articles are a little over the edge (laughs) (laughs) that's why not many people can tolerate Politics, it's more than a heavy mantle, it's really a backbreaker. Okay, here's one article in Yahoo News, Louisville small businesses caught in the middle as Brianna Taylor protests continue, written by Marquise Francis, Friday, October 2nd. At eleven, eleven AM PDT Pacific Daylight Time. Oh, my, they're showing Brianna's picture all around the world, posted in all the the big cities. Continuing with the article, in downtown Louisville, Kentucky, the ground floors of apartment complexes and storefronts are boarded up with plywood. Street telephone kiosks are tightly wrapped in cellophane so no phone calls can be made. The business district is barricaded off and checkpoints have been set up to make sure those entering have a stated purpose for being there other than to protest. For many residents of the community, the scene feels like something from an apocalyptic film but it's become the reality in Louisville following unrest that accompanied the decision last week by Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron not to charge three police officers with homicide in the death of Breonna Taylor. Excuse me <laughs> it's uh two forty one a m If you hear a lot of yawning, that's why <clears throat> normally bustling with people and commerce. the cordon of business district, an area stretching five blocks north to south and six east to west is now the site of very little activity. There are only a handful of people on the streets and even fewer cars. The small number of businesses that remained open during the coronavirus pandemic feel even more rarefied since protests erupted on September 23rd over the decision in Taylor's case. (coughs) By early that Friday morning, the protests had boiled over into full-blown rioting. A leaving window smashed in and property damaged in the downtown section of the city. Since then, Louisville residents and other supporters of Taylor have continued daily marches through the streets decrying the police brutality and racial injustice that they say Taylor's death and the decision not to, not to charge the Louisville Metro police officers involved in her killing epitomizes caught up in the turmoil are the proprietors of the mom and pop shops and small businesses downtown that have taken a dramatic hit from both covid-19 and the protests fearful for their safety Many locals say they no longer want to come downtown, and as a result, business owners have found themselves in the unenviable unenviable position of taking sides on the protests that Threaten their lively hoods uh, Excuse me. It's quote it's just property it quote Olivia Rose Griffin, owner of Riot. Cafe and the limbo, a tiki bar in downtown Louisville liked likened the last several months to slow motion whiplash. Uh. Quote, everything changed when COVID hit for everybody, especially here downtown. Griffin told Yahoo News, there's few people traveling here, and they are for business purposes, but we're talking reduced so dramatically, End quote. Griffin said that when the news broke about George Floyd, an unarmed black man who died in police custody in Minneapolis in May, Taylor's case was put on the national radar. So it was little surprise that Cameron's decision resulted in more protests in Louisville. Quote, the protest ramped up right away. Griffin said, Thursday night protests went into Friday night riots. And in my opinion, that was the only night that we have ever experienced riots. There were serious riots and they occurred mainly downtown, mainly on the corner where my businesses are located. A lot of glass was broken, a lot of businesses were looted. <coughs> <coughs> Yet, Griffin said, she understands the community's anger. To her, damaged property is nothing compared with a life lost. Quote, it was very violating. However, it's just property, she said. It's just windows, windows. It's not people. Nobody died. So that definitely drew a hard line in the sand. I'm sure in every city where there are riots, there is a distinction between the people and the business owners who believe that Destruction of property is the worst thing ever, and those on the other side of the line believe that people are more important than property end quote. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> the police officers are not bad people. Richard Red Bryan. Richard Red Bryan is the owner of the Alleyway Cafe Restaurant, a dine-in and catering. Business in the Shelby Park neighborhood near downtown. It was right outside his restaurant where two police officers were shot the night Cameron announced his office would not pursue homicide charges. (laughs) Excuse me. The night Cameron announced his office would not pursue homicide charges against the officers who killed Taylor. After police approached him, Brian turned over surveillance footage taken outside his restaurant to aid in their investigation. Of the shootings. Already reeling from the slowdown in business due to the pandemic, Brian's losses have mounted over the last week. Quote, I built this company from the ground up, so when anything goes wrong, it's immediately my money, he said, it's been tough. Yet Brian refuses to blame the protesters. Quote, a lot of people think there are two paths to take. But as a Robert Frost guy, I want to take the path less traveled, he said. I stand with my neighbors and the people who live around me. When my neighbors blockaded the road to keep everybody safe, I was with them. That's what we are doing. End quote. Brian believes all. The unrest wouldn't be taking place if police had tried to save Taylor's life after they shot her. Quote, she was on the ground not receiving medical attention, he said. They were finding a reason to bust down the door and not trying to save her life. This could have been avoided if they calmed down and tried to save her, but they didn't. Close quote. A licensed gun owner, Brian believes that if you pull the trigger of a gun, then you are responsible for its bullets. While he hasn't had to shoot at anyone, Brian has had to brandish his gun several times over the past few months as his place has been ransacked on at least four occasions. He believes rampant homelessness, drugs, and overall despair have contributed to a climate in Louisville That is not safe. Quote The police are very strung out. A lot of them work two jobs, Brian said. The police officers are not bad people, but they have bad days. The city needs to appoint someone to work with the children, work with the mentally ill and the officers who need help end quote. <coughs> <laughs> I have no problem with with people protesting. Bucks Restaurant and Bar has been a part of the downtown community for twenty eight years and its general manager Lisa. Emry said it has never experienced anything like the unrest of the past several months. Quote, it's been a roller coaster up and down, Emory told Yahoo News. Quote, with COVID and protests downtown, it's hurt our business. End quote. While she blames the protests stemming from the Taylor decision for the cancellation of several large reservations, she also wishes more lasting solutions could be found to help her community. I quote, I have no problem with people protesting, Emory said, but nothing ever changes through protests. It only changes through laws. You cannot prosecute anyone in the street. It happens in the courts. End quote. Emory lamented that the unity behind the Black Lives Matter movement following the death of Floyd seems to have been lost. Quote it's gotten totally out of hand, she said. When George Floyd happened, everyone was behind it. There is no message in it anymore. End quote. In part, Emory said, That's because the circumstances surrounding the two cases are different. Quote, she wasn't all that she was made out to be, she said. This all had to do with drugs which kills people. She was committing the crime. There's a lot more to it. End quote. In this, th- that she stated, if she means Brianna Taylor, that's absolutely false. There's no evidence to show that Brianna Taylor was committing any crime or had ever committed any crime. She had no criminal history and no criminal record. And when they report this, they're not drawing a distinction between someone that she put it away in the past that had some sort of a, something in their past, and uh, Brianna cut ties with that person. She was a young person herself. Rihanna was only twenty-six years old, and she was mature enough to cut and cut him out and keep her life separate from him. So that's a uh, a a false accusation or. At least an unproven accusation, continuing it's not fair. Mimi Kim, owner of Mimi's wigs, called the area around her shop, quote a ghost town. There's been no business said Kim, who has lived in Louisville for 26 years and has owned her wig shop for the past three. Quote, coronavirus was one thing, and on top of the riots, it's wiped out every little bit of business that we've had Kim's shop was untouched in last week's unrest, but she has been fearful that things could change any day. She said she has empathy for how the community feels, but added that small businesses are not to blame. (coughs) (coughs) Quote, I understand that what's going on is not right. She told the Courier-Journal it's not fair, but what's going on has nothing to do with the small businesses. They shouldn't be dis- be destroyed. End quote. <laughs> continuing with news.yahoo.com Kentucky's black republican attorney general comes under fire for Brianna Taylor probe Marquise Francis reporting on Tuesday September ninth, 2020, at 9.55 a.m., Pacific Daylight Time, Louisville, Kentucky, in the continuing fallout from the death of Breonna Taylor, shot by police. During a late-night raid on her apartment in Louisville, the Office of Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron said Monday his office would release grand jury transcripts related to the case after one of the grand jurors petitioned a judge to allow the records to be made public Cameron also said his office would not object to the juror speaking publicly about the deliberations. Last week, Cameron announced that the grand jury had declined to bring charges for Taylor's death against any of the three officers involved in the raid in March. One of the three was indicted on charges of wanton endangerment for allegedly firing into an adjacent apartment. The unidentified juror said, Cameron, whose office elected to take over the case directly, Used the grand jury quote as a shield to deflect accountability and responsibility end quote for the controversial finding, which outraged Taylor's family, and has led to widespread widespread protests and unrest in the city. Of just over 600,000 residents, the juror said Cameron's statement sowed quote, more seeds of doubt. In the process, they, they asked that other members of the grand jury be allowed to speak if they choose so that the truth may prevail. excuse me, reports have emerged in the past week that have cast doubt about Cameron's handling of the proceedings. One of these concerned the bullet that struck Sergeant Jonathan Mattingly in the leg during the raid. Cameron said it was fired by Taylor's boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, Walker said he fired one round from his licensed handgun as a warning shot, believing that the, quote, no-knock raid was actually a home invasion robbery. The initial ballistics report from Kentucky State Police on the Taylor shooting failed to prove that the shot that wounded Mattingly came from Walker's weapon, according to records obtained by Vice News. And I have to include, which the writer didn't include, it did not exclude Mr. Walker's gun. The state police lab could not conclusively confirm that the boyfriend's gun or the bullet from the boyfriend's 9mm gun was the bullet that struck Officer Jonathan Mattingly in the thigh. So it has neither been affirmed or uh, excluded. This revelation contradicts statements made by Cameron last Wednesday. The report was included in the investigative file provided to the Attorney General's office by the Louisville Metro Police Department. The fact that Walker fired first appeared to have weighed heavily in the grand jury's decision not to indict Mattingly. Officer... Miles Cosgrove, or former police officer Brett Hankerson in the death of Taylor. Steve Romines, one of the attorneys for Walker, said that, quote, the Kentucky State police, Police's own ballistics report, could not determine that Kenny's, he means Kenneth Walker, the boyfriend, Kenny's shot is who hit Officer Mattingly, end quote, according to ABC News. While Walker, a licensed gun owner, admitted to firing a bullet, it may not have been the one, hit Mattingly. Walker was initially charged with attempted murder of a police officer and held in jail for two weeks on a $250,000 bond but those charges have since been dropped. Hankerson was indicted last week on three felony counts of wanted endangerment for firing shots into Taylor's apartment that penetrated a wall of a neighbor's residence. At last week's conference, Cameron declined to provide details about the grand jury proceeding telling reporters that the proceedings are done in secret. Attorney Benjamin Crump, who represents Taylor's family, demanded that the grand jury transcripts be released so the public could judge Cameron's presentation of the case. Quote, Did he present any evidence? On Brianna Taylor's behalf, Crump asked, or did he make a unilateral decision to put his thumb on the scales of justice to try to exonerate and justify the killing of Brianna Taylor by these police officers? End quote. Cameron, who was elected in 2019, with 55.3% of the vote, is a Republican who spoke at this year's Republican National Convention on behalf of President Trump. In the days since Cameron's announcement, Video evidence has been leaked online that raises more questions about the investigation into Taylor's death. Video clips show what appear to be procedural violations that could have compromised The integrity of the investigation In a clip posted to Vice News Hankerson is seen entering Taylor's apartment while investigators are inside working the scene after her death. The officer's presence at the crime scene would violate Louisville Metro PD, LMPD policies intended to keep officers involved in a shooting away from an active investigation. Additionally, none of the officers present for the raid are separated from or paired with an escort as required under LMPD policy more video from alleged body camera footage from the night Taylor was killed has popped up on Twitter and Facebook in one an unidentified an unidentified officer walks to the door of Taylor's apartment and asks quote, "is anybody here dead" End quote an LMPD official told Yahoo News in an email. They have no comment on the integrity of the case. Quote, This file has not been released by the department at this time. Spokeswoman Jessie Halliday wrote, Our internal review of this case is ongoing end quote. Most evidence from the Taylor case has been kept under wraps. the family's 12 million settlement of a wrongful death suit with the city of Louisville included a stipulation. That video evidence in possession of the Taylor family attorneys be destroyed. Whoa, Whoa, that's... Huh. That's a bomb show right there. We've covered a lot of this information, but now we're starting to hear stuff that wasn't in our other coverage over the last weeks and months that we've been covering it in our show. Hmm. In other words... The uh, city of Louisville is asking the attorneys to destroy evidence. Continuing, but black residents of Louisville overwhelmingly appear to view Cameron as an obstacle to justice. In the case, excuse me, Taylor joined a growing list of black people killed by law enforcement in the U.S., an issue that erupted into national consciousness when video was posted of a Minneapolis police officer kneeling on the neck of a violent, unarmed suspect, George, of a nonviolent, unarmed suspect, George Floyd, who died in custody in May. Since then, hundreds of thousands of Americans nationwide have taken to the streets to protest racial injustice and police brutality. During this same time, Cameron, a vocal black supporter of Trump, has become a favorite in conservative circles. The former University of Louisville football player gave a glowing endorsement speech of the president at this year's RNC, the Republican National Convention, and at one point was on the administration's short list of potential Supreme Court nominees. And he didn't even bother to recuse himself. I'm just saying for myself, he had no business. He had no business touching this. He should have recused himself from this if he couldn't see. I mean, even if he could not See what would happen, knowing his uh his political persuasion, if he couldn't connect the dots and see what the outcome would be, he has no business, no business working in law, continuing seen by many as a possible successor. To Kentucky Senator Mitch McConnell, Cameron has been slowly building his brand. Good God, excuse me, people. (laughs) This is shocking. Seen by many as a possible successor to. Kentucky Senator Mitch McConnell, Cameron has been slowly building his brand as the outspoken black Republican ally of many top GOP... I can't get the word out. I didn't realize it. it was this horrible. Ally of many top GOP politicians... Mm. At a time when Trump has politicized race relations pointedly denouncing quote, Democrat in quote, cities and states for failing to crack down on Black Lives Matter protests, Cameron's politics have led some prominent black leaders to charge that he does not care about the black lives of those who don't share his political affiliation obviously <laughs> that goes without saying Whew. okay we are Quickly running out of time, so we're going to have to end this segment and start up again real soon. Continuing, Tamika Mallory, a co-founder of the Women's March, on Friday in Louisville called Cameron a, quote, sell-out, end quote, for not charging any officers. In Taylor's Killing. Quote. Quoting Tamika Mallory. Daniel Cameron is no different than the sellout. Negroes that sold our people into slavery. And helped white men capture our people to abuse them, and to traffic them. That is who you are, Daniel Cameron. You are a sellout, and we have no respect for you, no respect for your black skin, because all of our skin folk ain't our kinfolk, and you do not belong to black people at all. All oh. Yahoo News reached out to Cameron to be interviewed, and he declined. <laughs> Many residents of Louisville interviewed by Yahoo News agreed with Mallory. Yeah, the evidence seems to show that she was not just being. Hyperbolic, Karen Johnson of Louisville attended a protest for Taylor on Saturday evening at Injustice Square in the downtown part of the city wearing a, quote, Daniel Cameron is a sellout sellout shirt. He's a black man first and He did not do right by a black woman, she said. That's why we are saying we don't like Daniel Cameron. I know there are some undercover people who actually voted for this man, and they are humiliated and embarrassed to admit that they voted because of the color of his skin. Louisville resident Felicia Gar said she knows of many black Kentucky voters who are embarrassed that they voted for Cameron just out of ethnic identity. His opponent, State Senator Will Schroeder, is a white man. You reap what you sow. Now we are lying in the bed that we voted for as a community. End quote. However, Christopher 2X, a local Louisville activist and executive director of Game Changers, An organization that promotes educational advancement for black children welcomes the opportunity to engage with Cameron, quote, Someone's got to have dialogue with him about issues to exit, and I don't want to miss that opportunity. If I can have it, we're out of time in just a few minutes. So we'll end this segment and start a new one to finish the article. Thank you for listening.